Chapter Six of *The Man Who Found the Truth* by Leonid Nikolaevich Andreyev, translated by Hermann Bernstein. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Chapter Six. Having conveyed to the warden of our prison the contents of my conversation with K i asked him not to punish the young man for spoiling the walls which would thus betray me and i to save the youth suggested the following plan which was accepted by the warden after a few purely formal objections it is important for him i said that his drawings should be preserved but it is apparently immaterial to him in whose possession these drawings are let him then avail himself of his art paint your portrait mr warden and after that the portraits of the entire staff of your officials to say nothing of the honour you would show him by this condescension in honour which he will surely know how to appreciate the painting may be useful to you as a very original ornament in your drawing-room or study besides nothing will prevent us from destroying the drawings if we should not care for them for the naive and somewhat selfish young man apparently does not even admit the thought that anybody's hand would destroy his productions smiling the warden suggested with a politeness that flattered me extremely that the series of portraits should commence with mine i quote word for word that which the warden said to me your face actually calls for reproduction on canvas we shall hang your portrait in the office the zeal of creativeness these are the only words i can apply to the passionate silent agitation in which k reproduced my features usually talkative he now maintained silence for hours leaving unanswered my jests and remarks be silent old man be silent you are at your best when you are silent he repeated persistently calling forth an involuntary smile by his zeal as a professional my portrait would remind you my indulgent reader of that mysterious peculiarity of artists according to which they very often transmit their own feelings even their external features to the subject upon which they are working thus reproducing with remarkable likeness the lower part of my face where kindness and the expression of authoritativeness and calm dignity are so harmoniously blended k undoubtedly introduced into my eyes his own suffering and even his horror their fixed 
immobile gaze madness glimmering somewhere in their depth the painful eloquence of a deep and infinitely lonely soul all that was not mine is this i i exclaimed laughing when from the canvas this terrible face full of wild contradictions stared at me my friend i do not congratulate you on this portrait i do not think it is successful it is you old man you it is well drawn you criticise it wrongly where will you hang it he grew talkative again like a magpie that amiable young man and all because his wretched painting was to be preserved for some time o oh, impetuous o oh, happy youth here i could not restrain myself from a little jest for the purpose of teaching a lesson to the self-confident youngster so i asked him with a smile well my artist what do you think am i murderer or not the artist closing one eye examined me and the portrait critically then whistling a polka he answered recklessly the devil knows you old man i smiled k understood my jest at last burst out laughing and then said with sudden seriousness you are speaking of the human face but do you know that there is nothing worse in the world than the human face even when it tells the truth when it shouts about the truth it lies it lies old man for it speaks its own language do you know old man a terrible incident happened to me it was in one of the picture galleries in spain i was examining a portrait of christ when suddenly christ you understand christ great eyes dark terrible suffering sorrow grief love well in a word christ suddenly i was struck with something suddenly it seemed to me that it was the face of the greatest wrongdoer tormented by the greatest unheard-of woes of repentance old man why do you look at me so old man nearing my eyes to the very face of the artist i asked him in a cautious whisper as the occasion required dividing each word from the other don't you think that when the devil tempted him in the desert he did not renounce him as he said later but consented sold himself that he did not renounce the devil but sold himself do you understand does not that passage in the gospel seem doubtful to you extreme fright was expressed on the face of my young friend 
forcing the palms of his hands against my chest as if to push me away he ejaculated in a voice so low that i could hardly hear his indistinct words what you say jesus sold himself what for i explained softly that the people my child that the people should believe him well i smiled Kay's eyes became round as if a noose was strangling him suddenly with that lack of respect for old age which was one of his characteristics he threw me down on the bed with a sharp thrust and jumped away into a corner when i was slowly getting up from the awkward position into which the unrestraint of that young man had forced me i fell backward with my head between the pillow and the back of the bed he cried to me loudly don't you dare don't you dare get up you devil but i did not think of rising to my feet i simply sat down on the bed and thus seated with an involuntary smile at the passionate outburst of the youth i shook my head good-naturedly and laughed oh young man young man you yourself have drawn me into this theological conversation but he stared at me stubbornly wide-eyed and kept repeating sit there sit there i did not say this no no you said it young man you do you remember spain the picture gallery you said it and now you deny it mocking my clumsy old age oh Kay suddenly lowered his hands and admitted in a low voice yes i said it but you old man i do not remember what he said after that it is so hard to recall all the childish chatter of this kind but unfortunately too light-minded young man i remember only that we parted as friends and he pressed my hand warmly expressing to me his sincere gratitude even calling me so far as i can remember his saviour by the way i succeeded in convincing the warden that the portrait of even such a man as i after all a prisoner was out of place in such a solemn official room as the office of our prison and now the portrait hangs on the wall of my cell pleasantly breaking the cold monotony of the pure white walls leaving for a time our artist who is now carried away by the portrait of the warden i shall continue my story End of chapter 6